Hey guys, it's Yun and Steph. And we're crazy about Disney World. Join us as we talk about planning our next Disney trip and offer some insightful tips and tricks and plain old goofiness. Yep. Hey Steph. Hey Yun. How's it going? Really good. How well, are you? I'm doing alright. So, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about how we got to Disney World many, many years ago. And we're also going to talk about the resort that we stayed at. Do you want to tell us what resort we stayed at? Yeah, so we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's actually one of Disney's higher-end resorts, so it does cost more money compared to some of the more family and budget-oriented resorts. But it was absolutely beautiful, and it's based on Africa. It has that kind of theme. It has a lot of rustic wood. And it was very beautifully done. And one of the top features about it is that it is based off of Disney's Animal Kingdom, the actual park. And there are real safari animals on the property. And we got a view of them from our room. We did. We had a beautiful room. It was two queens. And we looked upon one of the savannas. There's a few of them. Yeah. We would get up early in the morning. I would wake up earlier than Jan, who liked to stay in bed. <laughs> and we would have coffee out on the balcony. Yeah, the room is beautiful. A lot of Disney resorts, particularly more of the deluxe resorts, have similar room layouts. So when we got there, the check-in process was easy, and we already had our bands because we had ordered them. Mm -hmm. It did take us a while to get to our room, though, um, because it wasn't ready. Yeah, it wasn't ready when we came in. We did come in earlier, but it wasn't too, too bad. No. When you first walk in, the hotel actually has grand cathedral ceilings. You can see almost three stories up to the top. And it has quite a variety of chandeliers, and it has a lot of beautiful architectural features. And they also have some African artifacts as well that you can view. Mm -hmm. So it is a nice place. You can hang out in the main lobby area. And it also and has... it's well air-conditioned. Whoa. <laughs> Which is important. No, it is well air-conditioned. You can control the climate in your own room. And when we actually got through our Disney wristbands, we actually could open the room with them. So that was really convenient. Yeah, I wasn't worried about safety or anything while I was there at all, I felt. Yeah, it was a very secure hotel. Yeah. And I felt it was a little bit quieter than some of the more budget family-oriented ones just because there's a little less bit... Less kids. Yeah, less kids. What? Kids aren't bad. That's uh, no, kids obviously but, come with Disney World, of course. Of course, but if you're two adults who want to enjoy your time. Yeah, the deluxe resorts are probably a better offer for you. Yeah. So, um, the challenge with some of the cheaper resorts, at least from what I heard, is that larger families with more kids tend to go there, mm -hmm. and also groups, particularly sports teams and class groups. Mm -hmm. So there can be... A particularly high amount of children yeah. and it could be kind of a high noise level from yes. what I've heard so. yeah. yeah yeah like the first day we got there how long was our flight mm, it took us maybe about a little over three hours to get there I mean we did we had a transfer in Washington yeah I remember that. we got on a small plane or no we got on we were on the small plane to Washington yeah 
because I was asleep. Yeah, we kind of flew. To get there, we flew a variety of airlines. We flew American Eagle from Toronto to Washington, D.C., and we flew U.S. Airways back when it existed uh, to Orlando from Washington. I don't even remember that because I think you booked the flights, so I don't even remember. I did. I mean, direct flights were actually, we went in November, and direct flights to Florida were quite pricey, so we decided to do uh, the one-stop going there and going back. So we did Toronto to Washington, Washington to Orlando going there. And then going home, we flew Delta to New York City, LaGuardia. And then we flew WestJet from LaGuardia to Toronto, Pearson. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Whoa. Well, I remember the flights, but yeah. I don't remember who we flew with. Just... It was back in 2014. <laughs> yeah. So some of the great features of the resort that we stayed at included having wonderful savanna views where you could watch the animals. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a variety of safari African animals there. My favorite were the giraffes. Yeah, and the, there were zebras too, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And antelopes. There were antelope, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was quite a variety of animals. And you could actually watch the, the zoo workers, I guess you could call them. Taking care of them and feeding them. In the morning, I remember them feeding yeah. the animals. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to interact. And then if you have a room that is cheaper and looks out onto the park or the parking lot, and you don't have savanna views, that's fine, because there's actually quite a large observation deck at the back. And there are a few walkways with different observation decks throughout the grounds. And they're in the, the hotel as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can go up to the second or Just third level. Just in case level. it's too hot and you want air conditioning. Well, it's all about the air conditioning, of course. <laughs> well, in the, the summer, it gets hot. And you don't want to be outside necessarily the whole time. Yeah, so, I mean, there's definitely some opportunities indoors to also watch the animals, of course. Mm-hmm. And there is a great pool area. It's not one of the larger With pools. With cocktails. Mm-hmm. There's a great poolside bar. What kind of cocktails did you have? I don't remember. I remember it being blue. And there was like a pineapple and a stick. They were all kind of uh, tropical themed. Like tropical themed, yeah. Was it slushy-ish? I don't really remember. I think so. What did you have? I think I had a margarita. I think margaritas were the the theme of my trip. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. And Brute, that was another theme. Oh, yeah. We had Brute every night. And what's great is they have a really nice gift store. I bought my mom actually a beautiful Pandora charm that was Disney-themed in the gift shop at the hotel. Yeah. And they also had quite actually a good alcohol selection as well. Which is the most important thing. Yes. Obviously. Not to mention all the souvenirs as well. Oh, yes. And the food. Because we did rely on... um, getting breakfast there so we had oatmeal we had packed oatmeal like instant oatmeal but it wasn't exactly that filling so we did have to get some food i think it was a bit challenging because like we didn't really have like bowls or spoons to really use at one point i think we used cups so we didn't really have a way to eat it yeah so at one point we stopped doing the oatmeal thing and we, we just had a started bar going with a banana down. Or something? Yeah, we used to buy Cliff Bars and we used to get a banana. You could buy it. This at- podcast episode is not sponsored by Cliff Bars. Whoa, you're a few times. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the gift shop. So that was really convenient. I mean, the thing with Disney is that everything costs an arm and a leg. 
but you know, sneeze, you're time. <laughs> Sorry. Never mind if I'm on mute. Anyway. Stats of your time. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm allergic to the cats. You're only into cats, but allergic to them. Yeah. So. So let's talk about Jaiko, the restaurant we went to. Yeah, so we went to Jaiko the night we were there. I think we made reservations. For the most part, you do have to make reservations at Disney World. Yeah, it's good to make, especially... For the attractions and the restaurants. Yeah, especially for the higher-end restaurants, because... Like, Disney World does have a variety of food courts mm -hmm. that you can access fairly easily at any time. But Jaiko, and I feel like almost every deluxe resort, has at least one higher-end restaurant that mm -hmm. you should have some reservations for, for sure. Yeah, so we went, we went there. Um, we got an appetizer. I think it was spread and some nice dips. And I ordered a glass of rosé but pronounced it rose and the bartender was like looking at me <laughs> like i was so stupid and I, that was pretty stupid admittedly but it's fine we weren't used I was to drinking drunk, rose though. at the time no but i we were drinking brute before we left the hotel room <laughs> oh that doesn't sound like us so we were like 24 when we went so i feel yeah. like <laughs> yeah so yeah anyway so that was me. Mm -hmm. And you had a really nice pork dish that was actually really unique. It was uh, cooked medium, mm -hmm. or actually it was almost more on the rare side. Yeah, it was really good. And it was covered in a cinnamon spice rub, which is something that I'd never tried before, so that was really nice. What did you have? I don't remember. I think I did have lamb. I like how you remember nice. my dish to the T, but you don't remember anymore. Well, I remember your dish because, well, I think I remember your dish because, A, pork is, like, always served well done. Yeah. So that was what was stand out about it. Yeah, I guess so. it was quite rare, which is not common because most restaurants are worried about maintaining sanitation over a period of time, but it was really fresh pork. And the spices are really unique on it. It, the restaurant serves overall more American-style food, but there's a lot of African twists and um, just kind of a few different options you can kind of add that are a bit more unique than what you get at your regular restaurant, which is nice. Mm -hmm. So that was a real pleasure. And, you know, one thing about the resort is that the Animal Kingdom Park itself is very lush and, like, extremely well-decorated. And the resort that we stayed at kind of reflected that as well. I personally thought Animal Kingdom was one of the most beautiful resorts and one of the most beautiful parks that they also have. Yeah, I agree. For sure. I mean, obviously we've never stayed at any other resorts, but we've looked at photos and I don't know, nothing really compares to it. But... But we're definitely we considering... Well, Trying something different next time. Yeah. We're thinking about staying at Boardwalk in where and it's close to Epcot, which we didn't get to explore much at all. So. Yeah, we went for less than a week and there's just a lot to see in Disney World, so it's actually hard to pack it all in. You know, in many ways, like I'd almost recommend not trying to just pack it all in because you know, it's hard to really thoroughly enjoy everything. Mm-hmm. I still really enjoyed myself, though. 
Yeah, I don't think but we raced around too much. I don't I mean, think so at all. We did a lot of Animal Kingdom. Because we had, the thing is too, like we didn't really plan that much. We just planned the attractions sometimes with the fast pass. And then with the restaurants, that was the only thing that we kind of had to rush around for. But for the most part, we had a lot of spare time. Yeah. So. I mean, we had made our reservations for restaurants all in advance. And one thing about Disney is that it does have really good transportation. Every resort has what they call a bus depot. And there's quite a number of buses that go to other resorts. So it's easier to go to other resorts to either explore them. You can't use the pools, unfortunately, in other resorts. But you can use the, uh, you can make reservations at the restaurants there. Uh, we actually had a really nice steak dinner at the Swan. Yeah. Which was more of a convention business resort. Mm -hmm. But it was easy to access it by bus. Yeah. We took the ferry too, didn't we? Or like yeah. one of the boats, rather. Yeah. yeah. Um, Boardwalk, which is the resort we're planning on staying in next time when we go next year, was actually the first other resort that me and you explored on our first night. Yeah, it's true. And we went to Jelly Roll, or whatever it's called, for the yeah. time. Yeah, doing the piano. The piano. You're not allowed to record him, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, Boardwalk was really... Um, I really like the feel of Boardwalk. It just reminds me of like this old, tiny... Yeah, because of the large lake they've built a few resorts on, it kind of has a glamour to it. And it is Coney Island inspired. Yeah, it is. So it has a bit of a, a vintage Americana feel to it. And the old school kind of amusement park is the theme that they've maintained throughout. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm a little worried about with that resort is that the pool has that big clown. Yeah, at the bottom of the. Like clowns. Well, it's just a giant clown and it's at the bottom of the main uh, <laughs> slide water slide he doesn't want to wake and up you in come the out you come <laughs> out of his mouth when you slide down <laughs> whoa that's just my biggest concern <laughs> whoa you're a good time this is also just a message to all our listeners that if you stay at a more budget-friendly resort there most likely won't be a water slide so the water slides they tend to be more at the deluxe resorts that's kind of the key difference yeah, so if you're going to plan your vacation around a water slide, then you got to listen to our advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so. think it, I think it depends on, well, it obviously depends on budget, but I think it depends yeah, on how much you want to use the facilities at your hotel. Like, Yeah, we didn't really stay at the hotel that much. We didn't stay that much, but we did take some time to enjoy the pool. We had mixed weather. Like, at sometimes it would actually rain and be quite cold. And then there'd be some moments when it'd be sunny and hot. So we did take advantage of that. Yeah. And we did our kind of our pool afternoon. And then we did a few occasions walk around the savannah areas to look at the animals and stuff. So that was kind of a nice thing to do at our own resort. Yeah, it was like an attraction yeah. inside the resort. And yeah. it's, it's something, well, you pay extra for it, but it just feels like it's all... Yeah, it's a bit more of an experience, but, you know, it depends on the person. Like, some people, um, especially if you're going more budget-friendly, you really may not care much about the hotel. So we do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, a friend of ours actually stays off of the parkland and they stay in Orlando and they rent a car and drive in every day. Yeah. I don't really see us doing that. I don't see that for us being as enjoyable. Yeah. Because then you have to worry about finding parking and then Mm -hmm. you're not really immersed in Disney World at that point, which I think is what it's fine for whoever, like, if you want to stay off-site, it's fine for you if you, mm-hmm. but, like, for us, we want to really experience Disney World because it's not something we get to do often, so. Yeah, and, you know, another thing is that we were drinking often. <laughs> oh, that's the time. <laughs> so, night. you know, driving was not really something I had on my radar, yeah. Um, you know, and then you also have to consider the cost of gas and how much it costs to park. I think it's maybe a good idea for people who are going to Orlando but not necessarily doing Disney World the entire time. Yeah. Like if they're going to Universal or if they're just sightseeing on Orlando. Yeah, or I'm shopping. I'm not really sure what there or... is in Orlando, so... You know, it's funny. Um, we I got so used to being totally immersed in the Disney World aura that they sort of create yeah that when we went to downtown disney we went to a lovely irish pub for dinner and we did a little bit of shopping it was close to orlando and i saw like some of the towers and stuff downtown and it felt actually weird well you feel like you're in another city or something when you're in disney world because it's so expansive and there's just it's like a culture do you know what i mean there's it has its own sort of I don't know vibe it has like a yeah it's like it's, it's it's its own like created atmosphere and yeah. it feels like kind of a weird harsh back to reality moment almost when mm-hmm. you kind of see Orlando so but that's just <laughs> kind of the experience that we had right so yeah. it depends on what you're trying to get out of it for us going to Orlando is Disney the whole time so staying on the park is definitely a priority for us yeah um, yeah, so. There are a few other resorts we've considered staying at as well. Yeah, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, or French Quarter. But Yeah, Port Orleans is a, what struck me with Port Orleans is I really liked how the grounds were maintained. And they really did a good job of the outside facade kind of mimicking a lot of that Louisiana architecture. And I love kind of like the wrought iron uh, railed balconies that are really reminiscent of that old French kind of like look and feel that the city captures. So, you know, it's it's also very beautiful parkland, like really well manicured. My only concern with that be with that would be it might be a bit too far from the other parks. Yeah, it is a little bit, like a bit far from too. most of them. I mean. For us, we were technically in Animal Kingdom Lodge, a little bit far from Magic Kingdom, which is the main park, of course. But we were basically just behind Animal Kingdom, the actual park itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was a close, that was close and a really short bus ride. Yeah. And I think with the Port Orleans hotels, like both of them, you do have to take a boat, don't you? And then a bus? Or I think there's a few different on. options. I don't know if you have to take the boat. From what I read, it sounded like the boat was more of like a pleasure thing. But I don't mm-hmm. think you have to necessarily do that to, to get out of the resort area. Okay. Yeah, I don't really remember. But 
yeah, we've considered staying there, and we also thought about staying at Contemporary, but I don't know, to me it's just, like you mentioned, it's just before we would start recording this podcast, <laughs> um, it's more just like a hotel, like your average kind of hotel, might not be the kind of experience we want. Yeah, I mean, it, Contemporary does kind of look like a normal hotel. Yeah. Um, one thing about Contemporary is that I really do enjoy the fact that it has a monorail station inside. Mm-hmm. And it's only one monorail and stop away. And you can walk away. to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, from Magic Kingdom. That's the closest resort to Magic Kingdom. Uh, Grand Floridian is also really close, but that's the really expensive five-star. And star, I've heard bad so. things about Grand Floridian anyway. Grand Floridian is, um, as a theme, it's not quite as much fun. It's no. Again, it's another it's hotel that's... Yeah, it's a little bit more based off of a high-end Florida resort, basically. Mm-hmm. So the theme's not quite there. But um, another hotel is Old Key West, which is also Florida theme, but a little bit more vintage, mm-hmm. a little bit more fun from what I've seen. So that could be a possibility. But Boardwalk, I think, is kind of a nice location. We got to explore Epcot more. Yeah. Because we were only there. Well, we were just walking through it to get to the Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. To get to that restaurant. Epcot's really nice at night, so I did appreciate that we could Mm. walk through it at least then. That's true. But during the day, to definitely explore it a little bit more, Mm -hmm. I would do it. I would definitely do Epcot probably over Hollywood Studios next time. Yeah, but they have added stuff to Hollywood Studios that I'd like to see. Yeah, it's true. And especially if we go next year, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will be there. Yeah. And Toy Story Land is already there, so I'd like to see both of those things. Yeah, Hollywood Studios needed a little bit more. I felt like there wasn't... an upgrade, basically. Yeah, I felt like there wasn't a lot there. Yeah. And I feel like those two attractions are definitely going to help boost that park a lot, which is great. I'm worried about them upping their Well, they probably will up their prices as well because of that. Do you think they'll be different? Because they have been each year. Like everything else. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I mean, it's definitely going to be more than 2014 for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a separate entrance cost for some of those new parks? I don't think so. I don't see why they would I don't think be. so either. I didn't see anything about that. Um, and it's all still on Disney World property. Yeah. Oh, but you're thinking about the water parks because that's separate, um, separate cost too. Yeah, I was just wondering about the Star Wars aspect to it because Hollywood Studios did have some Star Wars um, oh. in the park. We did... Oh, we Star did, Tours was my favorite. Yeah, time. Star Tours is like a 4D... Um, basically like kind of IMAX style ride where you actually stand on these platforms that and move get along. sick yeah the kids are into so it sick. the adults are not quite as into it and it made us feel sick to our stomachs for the rest of the day uh, <laughs> so that's the only didn't thing didn't stop us from drinking didn't stop us from having margaritas <laughs> oh I'm a good time Ooh, more margaritas for my stomach that's what my stomach craves <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it definitely would be interesting to see what else Hollywood Studio has and check out more Epcot as well. Yeah, I'm really excited to plan our next trip more and cement yeah. things like 
you know, decide when we're going because we still don't really know. It'll be next year sometime, <laughs> 2020, obviously, but we just don't really know when. Yeah. And it'll be nice to start booking things and just, I don't know, just having that mm-hmm. to look you forward know, to. Going back to a stain on the actual park area, what I think another benefit to that is there are some perks to actually staying on a Disney World resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Late night access. Well, yeah, and the magic out. That's the magic hours, like yeah. early access or late night. Mm-hmm. Well, on the bus transportation system, or just the transportation transportation system in general. Um, just easier access to the restaurants. Well, the transportation's free between everyone. Well, exactly. That's another thing. If you don't stay on, if you don't stay on Disney's property, you have to pay either for public transit or your car rental. So. Yeah. There's that. But apparently there's like this ride, well, this could be maybe be another episode, but there's another, like a ride share program you can do. You can save money. In Orlando? No, like a Disney World. Oh. Well, that'd be something to look into. Maybe get a van. It's like mini nose van. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. But I guess that'd be kind of fun if you stay, like, because Walt Disney World does have, um, one hotel area that's like cabins and camping, isn't it? Yeah. We were thinking about staying there. What's it's it near called? the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the cabins at the Wilderness Lodge or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wilderness Lodge, funny enough, actually looks a lot like the resort we stayed in. Yeah. It's a lot closer to Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. which would be very beneficial. I think yeah. Magic Kingdom is my favorite park. Yeah. But. Well, that's their bread and butter, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. I think the best rides are there. Well, the, the spectacle of it all is definitely there, the for sure, especially with the yeah. castle and the light shows. And when the park opens, if you get there earlier, there's a little show actually at the train station. It's at the entrance mm-hmm. where Mickey Mouse and all the characters come out and sing and dance and stuff. So it's definitely a fun little introduction to Disney. Mm-hmm. And they also have great firework shows at night, too, near the end. Which you can see from the Contemporary Resort, which is, mm-hmm. I think, Another reason why people stay there, because you can you don't even have to leave your hotel room. You could just watch it from anywhere. Yeah, there's definitely contemporary is definitely definitely easy, and the monorail it's easy to get out and go to like other resorts and transfer onto buses as well to go to other restaurants or shopping or whatnot. So yeah, there are some perks to contemporary, but it is one of the more expensive hotels. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're going on a budget, contemporary may not be uh, on your list. The budget ones are all stars, right? Yeah, it's like all star sports, the animation, all star animation. Which apparently is the best out of all of them, by the way, the animation. To me, it looks tacky, (laughs) but it's but it's good for people who do want to be on a budget. And if you're staying with a big group, like you said, Mm -hmm. but it's just us, and I want to. Yeah, just two adults, though. It's a little bit easier. Yeah. We don't have, like, a family of four kids. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our first episode. Yeah, and please let us know if you have any tips for us for our Disney World trip next year. And maybe give some some suggestions as to where we should stay. Looking forward to it. Next episode, we're going to talk about some of our favorite attractions. Uh-huh. So stay, stay tuned for that. <laughs> And don't forget.
forget to like, share, and subscribe. Bye, guys. See ya. Keep on having a good time. Until next time. <laughs>